Welcome to the Action Sports Jacks Pylon Podcast from the Players' Championship at TPC Sawgrass Stadium. Of course, you know, we're really taking this podcast, Dan, on the road lately. We were at Everbank Field a couple times in a row. Now here at the stadium course, ready for a big week, the final one in May. You going to miss it? I'm excited about it going to March 11th through the 17th, by the way, if you're interested in the dates. Um, Is that breaking news? Rick Clarson told us that this morning, and so uh, he's was a senior vice president of business and marketing for 35 years, just retired, and so I'm crediting him, but he said March 11th through the 17th, so I'm going with March 11th through the 17th uh, in 2019. May has grown on me. I was against the move. Um, I understand why they're going back to March. They really want to capitalize on two things. Number one, they want to try to get make the playoffs even bigger. Every sport, the playoffs are bigger than the regular season. It hasn't really worked out yet in golf. August is a great time to own training camp, baseball still going, but we still have September. Uh, there's an opportunity there in August. They're going to try to really hit you over the head with the playoffs in August. And then the Olympic factor, which is important to the tour. They fought hard to get the golf back in the Olympics, and that you know messes with the schedule every four years, so that's another part of it. So, um, but I do love this weather, man. Yeah, I think this weather's <laughs> unbelievable. And, and by the way, just to note, if it's the 11th through 17th, which is what we were hearing, the following week in Jacksonville in 2019 will be the NCAA tournament. So we will go through a 10-day stretch where we have the Players' Championship right into the NCAA tournament, first and second rounds on a Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, Sunday um, here in Jacksonville. So that's pretty cool stuff. Uh, this course is in unbelievable shape. Um, listen, I love this tournament. I, I, I can't. It's, I think it's so good. I'm not from here, but I've been here a decade. I love golf. And I think if you look, if you start looking at who's won here, um, they've had some of the great names. I mean, Jack Nicholas won three out of the first five years. Not necessarily here. He won across the street. He won in other places. But they've also had some no-name guys win. They've had young guys, old guys, short hitters, long hitters, and never a repeat champ. And there's a reason for it because there's not a horse for this course. And now what do we get weather-wise really dictates how play could happen. Our buddy Jeff Clark told me yesterday, he walked with Matt Kuchar, he said the greens are unbelievable. He said these guys should make everything if they put it on the right line. That's how good they are. So my point then is I think we could see some low scores, some crazy birdie runs, um, but you know the course will come back and bite these guys at some point. And you said this word in, 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 that, in those comments over and over again, and this is the one thing, I, this is why I think this tournament is different. I don't worry about it being a fifth major. I don't care. It's the Players' Championship. It's a great event. It's great. It's the Players' Tournament. But you said this word over and over again, course. This is the one event, one of the few events where the course is the star. We got all 50 of the top 50 players in the world right here this week. But but the course is still the star. And the other thing you said is because anyone can win it. And you may have had horrible failures here two or three years in a row but if your game is dialed in and you learn the course they all come to appreciate it and and you find you know where to hit it and you can hit it where you want to hit it you can win it and that's the neat thing we've seen like that's why people will still pick jordan spieth he's missed the cut here the last two years but he's also had success here so is it his time is it not his time you know um four guys are the favorites in vegas four guys jt jordan Jay Day, who all of a sudden has put together a really good year and clearly is healthy again and looks like he may be willing willing to uh, 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 take off, and um, Rory. 
those are your four favorites. Only one of them has won it here, though. So it's 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 an interesting thing. And Tiger Woods in Vegas yesterday was forty to one. How about that? The putting's bad. I tell you what, Tiger's hitting the ball pretty well. We'll yeah. t talk to that in a minute. But just to echo your point, Rory McIlroy missed the first three cuts he ever played here, yeah. and then the next three years he finished top ten every year. So. It, again, it, it, I think your point's right on the money. Again, Jordan, you mentioned three cuts in a row missed, but he finished tied for fourth once. Yeah. So uh, it's and even Mickelson says, "How did I win here?" <laughs> you know, he did it again. Every press conference he starts every year here. How did I win here? And so I, I love. Now he won in 2007. The first year it was in May. Even Tiger has hated this course over the year. Lee Westwood wouldn't come here and play. <laughs> he hated it. So it's interesting. And John Feinstein this week, by the way, didn't like it. All right, John. Uh, but I mean, he. Well, he, he went over said. the top because Feinstein basically said this, and for all you people who are going to say it's a 50 major, uh, this is a, it's basically, they might as well put a clown's mouth on 17. Uh, the course is terrible. The, the PGA Tour and the players, they just put a ton of money into it. The clubhouse is beautiful. Um, but he basically called it a gimmicky golf course, not really worth the, uh, the, the, the championship label. He said, no matter how many times you hear on TV that the players is the fifth major, a great championship, just like a major, it's not. It's a very lucrative tournament played on OK Golf Course. There are four majors, period. And he would later say something about 17, like I mentioned. Mm -hmm. My problem with Feinstein, well, I have a lot of problems with Feinstein, but my, my real problem with him saying that, there's no need to say that. The fifth major stuff is fine. Mm -hmm. I think if you want to take a side of that, that's okay. This is a good course. If you look at the overall winners, the people who have played here, and by the way, stop with the lucrative. Yes, it is lucrative, but every tournament's lucrative now. Yeah. You walk home with a million dollars if you win every single time. You make the cut, you're making a pretty nice check. Yeah, yeah. and this year, well, I think it's $1.98 million for first. A mil second place is over a million dollars. Listen, there's not a lot of courses. I'm, a, I'm an average golf fan I would say you know well, maybe a little bit more than average but I, I love the history of the game I love the timelessness of the game um, but I can sit here and rattle off to you and again not a very good golfer at all but I can tell you what number one is that par four and number two is a birdie hole it's a par five and number three is a short par three and number four is a short par four with that undulating green you got to hit it in the right spot and number five I hate because I can't get it over that bunker and get it in the fairway because it's a long shot for me but nevertheless and I mean I can go down the list of these holes I can't good. I can't do You're that tired. well no but I can't do that with many other courses and it's not just because I live here and follow it every year it's because it's one of the few events that I love to watch from wire to wire and it's it's a great event and it's great for our community and even the best part that we haven't even talked about yet is the fact that all these people who give up their time their talent their treasure these volunteers 2000 plus strong are the reason why they're able to dole out what was it last year 8.7 million 8.7 million dollars to charitable foundations in our community it's a fantastic thing so if it if you haven't been you want to come one time you want it on your bucket list that's how cool it is and um it's a great 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 event and it it's not, you know, it's a party too. Let's not forget that. Well, hopefully Feinstein isn't coming. He's probably still bitter about the 2005 Super Bowl and he got cold and had to put a sweater on or something. I mean, I, who knows? By the way, I just noticed you're wearing white shirt shorts. Yeah. You got white shorts on. Yeah. This is like this is golf. This yeah. is this is almost Metro golf now. I went into uh, I, I, I signed a deal with Adidas, <laughs> and um, yeah, so I'm sporting. I, I'm I'm an untucked golf shirt guy. And I, I think that's the way to go. I, I, I would like to see that change out on the tour. I'm not sure it ever will because these guys love these belts and stuff. When you're a little bit fatter and older, you like to keep it loose and hanging. <laughs> oh, stop the car. I I can appreciate the white shorts, though. I'm telling you, I Thank like you. it. Now, no problem. See, I always have a problem with white pants, white shorts. Yeah. Because I'm like, are they see-through? 
Right. I mean, do you have to ward, watch what color underoos you wear? Yeah. No. Let's see. What do we have on today? <laughs> I think we got the jockeys on today. It's a good thing this is a podcast. Yes, yes. By the way, we're working on sponsors all over the place. We're giving away free dinners. We yeah. want restaurants. Yeah. Adidas. Oh. We'll take free. I mean, yeah. is this possible? I'm not sure we're supposed to even mention this. So we got to be careful. Did. But uh, we're looking for sponsors here on the podcast. <laughs> I like the idea of it. Uh, by the way, our players' coverage will have specials Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. 11.15 on CBS 47 and Fox 30. Saturday, Sunday, half-hour shows, of course. Sunday night, we do it live from uh, the Players' Championship. Even in the dark, we're like the only ones left. But it should be a lot of fun. Before we go, mm-hmm. uh, just ask Phil Mickelson about this, actually. It's interesting to me because we have Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson, two of the greatest to ever play in this sport. And now we are watching, without a question, one of the greatest to ever play in the sport of basketball. I don't think it's even a question anymore that he's one of. Where you want to rank him is fine. But this playoff, Dan, now I'm hoping that I don't think LeBron James and the Cavs can win it all, but I hope he at least takes them deep into the finals because this is now an epic playoff run for LeBron James. It's been fun to watch. We both have little guys. My little guy's just wrapped up in this LeBron James. It's like, tell me more about Jordan. Are you sure LeBron's not better than Jordan? <laughs> like, what if he played on that team and this they played on that? But the bottom line is it's cool for the kids to see this as well, I think. And and I think he's one of the all-time great pro athlete role models ever, at least to this point, till 33 years old. Hopefully he doesn't mess up. But I, I just, I love LeBron James to the point where I almost, I will root for LeBron to beat the Celtics in the next round. And I grew up watching the Celtics. Not, I'm not a huge fan of the Celtics right. anymore, but still, that's like, you're not supposed to do that. Right. I just want LeBron to continue to build his legacy and what a playoffs it's been. Yeah, and I think, I think the game winners have cemented that to the point that we were talking the other day and that one fading to the left off the backboard that may replace the the block against Golden State because you don't see that as much but you'll always see that game winner that may be his 15 second clip forever I mean that's how unbelievable that was but I'll say this, I was disappointed in Chuck Barkley last night Uh, Chuck Barkley listed off his you know and again he he did it with all due respect but he has LeBron James seventh all time and seventh. That's that's sometimes I you know I love the old guys. Sometimes I think the old guys just they were greater than they were, you know, and they they don't want to disparage the guys they played against. But come on, man, it's Jordan and LeBron in the discussion and everyone else. And I can take centers and move them out, you know, like. He had Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain, and those guys maybe should be moved. Yeah, those guys maybe should be moved out of the list because it's such a different position. But I, I think what he's done has been epic. I, I agree with you 100%. He's been a great uh, ambassador for the game of basketball, and um, and I, I look forward. I can't wait. It's appointment television, like it was with Jordan. Yes. Jordan was appointment television. I wasn't a Bulls fan. I love dynasties, though, but he was appointment television to see what he could do next. I think LeBron's become that. Yeah, when, uh, and listen, I don't care about the argument, by the way. I think people our age, people who watch Jordan, have a hard time saying Jordan will ever be topped, and that's okay. I, I get it. Uh, it's like Babe Ruth. Like Babe Ruth, somebody could put better numbers up than Babe Ruth and be mm-hmm. better than Otani could someday be better than Babe Ruth, and it wouldn't matter. You're not supplanting Babe Ruth. But. I will say this. I don't think I think Wilt Chamberlain changed the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. I think Michael Jordan changed the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan created this whole generation of players, much like Tiger Woods in golf has created the whole generation of players. But the one thing I will say about LeBron James, and I firmly believe this, I could be wrong. I don't think they make human beings like him. 
<laughs> and so I don't know if we'll ever see another one. We saw a lot of Michael Jordans. Yeah. Kobe Bryant was one, and yeah. Jerry Stackhouse was one, and uh, Vince Carter was one. You know, every guy that came up was a new Michael Jordan. Not this guy. I mean, they even created new Mike Wilt Chamberlains. I mean, it was Kareem and Shaq and big guys. Not this guy. I mean, this guy I don't think will ever – I don't know if he'll change the game the way it's played, but I don't think we'll ever see another one like it, which is kind of cool. I agree, except for the one thing. I don't think you'll ever see another Wilt Chamberlain either. I think yeah. Wilt Chamberlain was a, a, unbelievable. I mean, he played for the Harlem Globetrotters. He was an unbelievable track and field guy. He uh, Wilt Chamberlain was a different cat, man. And uh, uh, so I don't think we'll ever see another one of him. And LeBron, I wholeheartedly, I mean, you don't find – 15 years he's playing his best basketball of his life in his 15th year can the knicks get him can they <laughs> all right hey, that's gonna do it sorry will by the way that was probably a young guy talking i didn't get to see you play hicken was been around for a long long time Twenty thousand. <laughs> in that respect i don't think anybody you're right wilt is different <laughs> Fantastic. We've gone everywhere on the podcast, from white shorts to 20,000 women for Wilt. Uh, hey, that's going to do it yeah. for the Action Sports Shacks Pylon <laughs> podcast. For Dan Nick and I'm Brent Martin, it's going to be a fun week out of here, and I think we'll update the podcast as the rounds go by starting on Thursday. So uh, we'll definitely do that. Come out to the players. Come say hi, and then uh, watch us on CBS 47 and Fox 30 as well. Have a good week, everyone.